Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. Hey, 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 hey. As promised, we're here today, you and I, up close and personal. We are going to talk about energy. We know it. We can feel it. We can see it in people's body language and people's posture. Um, we are very aware when it is negative, And then sometimes we overlook it when it's happy and we take that for granted. Um, I just want to bring to light, um, you know, the people that, not just the people that, but everyone, um, the fluidity of energy and how it comes and how it goes and the power that it carries, right? How important is it when you are in a great mood and someone else comes and someone else shits all over it because they had a bad day and now you're having a bad day, right? How important is it that that person need to learn how to not shift their energy to you? But on the other coin, on the other side of the coin, how about those people that have such a positive light and a bright energy about them that every time you see them or hear them or know that they're coming, you're just immediately drawn to them, right? How do we embody more of that? How do we take more of people's positive attributes and positive energy and, and lead with that rather than leading with a negative energy? So some of you are more susceptible to this than others. Some of you probably think I'm like sitting here with my salt lamp and some crystals doing some weird voodoo shit. Um, I'm a very spiritual person, um, more so maybe than I am um, religious in the sense that I practice my spiritualism every day and um, every once in a while I'm reminded that, you know, there's a higher power and that I should probably talk to that person or that being um, so I feel like my spirituality and, and the transition of energies is definitely more of a frequent thing that I do and think about versus um, actually practicing faith. So this one's, this one's important to me because I always practice um, positive energy exchange. I am always very aware at the energy that I'm carrying. I'm always very aware um, that I do hold a lot of power with my mood, especially as a leader in the community, as a leader of staff members, um, as, you know, 
the female in my family amongst my brothers and my boy cousins. Like I definitely am made aware of the fact that my mood can set the tone. And I think being aware of that is very important because a lot of you don't realize how impactful your mood is on other people. You think it only affects you. You think the way you walk around, your shoulders are slumped, you know, negative attitude, pessimistic view on life. You think that only affects you. And that's a very short-sighted view on things because it very much affects every single person that you come in contact with. So being aware of that and, and not undervaluing what your presence really means, you know, not undervaluing um, the punch that you pack. Right? I say that to my clients all the time. And more importantly, I say that to my staff that we have no idea the power that we carry. Like we have we have a, a a fading notion, a glimpse. We don't actually know how important we can be to these clients of ours. We don't know how how much they look forward to seeing us or how they are relying on us to uplift them and to make them feel better about themselves and to brighten their day, right? We have no idea. We just scrape the surface with that. Uh, and I think every single one of you need to realize that you hold this immense power. So your energy becomes very important because when you hold a power to either brighten a room or dim a room, it's important for you to choose the right one. It's important for you to, you know, leave a positive imprint rather than a negative one. So it puts us in this awkward position because I always want to preach being honest and open. I always want us to talk about what we're feeling and what we're going through in order to get past it. But at the same time, you can't make what you're going through everybody else's problem all the time. So there's this balance that we have to be, you know, emotionally aware of. There's this balance between I am vulnerable, I'm going through some hard times, I need some support versus everything in my life sucks, I can't stand it, everything around me is awful and falling apart, and that's all you're going to hear me complain about every time I'm around you, right? So where do you fit on that spectrum? Are you someone who is very understanding of the fact that you carry a lot of, you know, energy and that people are susceptible to it? Are you someone that's never even really thought of it? When you interact with people, can you hear yourself being negative? Or when you interact with each other or with other people, are people commenting on the fact that you're making them feel better or that you're brightening their mood, right? Being very honest about the kind of energy you carry is the first step here. I know I carry a positive energy, but like I said, that's something that I work on. Like I definitely see the glass half full always. And I've, I've always attributed that back to my childhood, to not being given time to be upset or be sad or be, um, you know, wallowing in self-pity or wallowing in self-shame, it was get up and try again. So I've never had um, that experience. I've always had to shine bright and I've always had to carry a positive energy. And in turn, I do hear that. I do hear that, you know, I, I uplift people or I make them feel better or they like to come to me with a problem because I'll put them in a better mood. So I understand. I know. I know that about myself. But do you guys know that about yourself, right? Do you hear feedback? And here's the, here's the thing, a lot of people won't tell you if you are a negative Nancy, right? If the bitter bus has pulled on your driveway for some time now, no, a real friend will tell you that. But sometimes those real friends don't even want to entertain that or don't even want to bark up that tree if you're someone who responds negatively to any criticism. 
So if you feel no feedback, if no one ever tells you you put them in a better mood or that they're so happy when you're around, chances are you are a bitter buffalo. Chances are if you have heard nothing, then you bring everybody down in a crowd. Okay? I'm just being honest. I got to be honest with you. No news is good news. Not in this world. In this world, if no one tells you that they love when you're around, spot check your energy. Spot check what you're doing to people when you're near them. Okay? Now, if you are someone and you're like, you know what? Fuck. Sometimes it's really hard to look at the positive side of things. Sometimes it is really hard for me to have a positive outlook. And when I'm around people, I feel the need to vent. And and if they ask me how I'm doing, even a total stranger, I tell them how I'm doing. And when it's not good, don't do that. Hey, I watched Tom Segura is my absolute favorite comedian ever. If you don't know him, he's got like four specials on Netflix. I highly recommend it. He just talks about like social, social acceptable things to do and to not do. And he just shares stories and he, his sense of humor is just right up my alley. Really hard to find um, comedians that do all the right things for me that can get me to laugh by myself on my chair. Tom Segura is one of those people. And he... Um, he talks about that. He talks about, you know, if, if someone's asking you how you're doing and you're like, oh man, and you want to tell them your whole life story, don't do it. That's not the time. It's not the place. If someone's asking you how you're doing and you're just flying by them or you're running into them in a grocery store, just say you're okay. Just say everything's good. Everything's fine because they don't care in that moment, right? So first of all, we need this social awareness as to when it is appropriate to be vulnerable and be upset and be heavy. And then when it is appropriate to pretend everything is okay, put on the smiling face, buy your oranges, and get the fuck out of Metro. Okay? So these are the important contributing factors, first of all, when transferring energy, is understanding when it's okay and when it's not okay. All right? So how are some ways, if you are someone who generally struggles with this, how are some ways that you can emit positive energy on others? Right? So the first thing, again, we are our own worst critic. But when we look at others and we see things that we envy or we see things that, you know, we are in awe of, let them know. See others in a flattering light, right? When you're speaking with someone, think of the things that you love and appreciate about them. Instead of making it about you and your bullshit and your heavy day and your crap, what it is or what is it about them that you like? right? They will feel that positive vibe from you. They will feel that you're directing positivity towards them. um, And then they will channel that same energy themselves. So it can be as simple as a compliment, you know, showing that you appreciate someone. That's all positivity. That's a positive vibe, right? Um, It makes them and you feel good. You know, if you give a compliment to someone and you see that it's brightened their day, doesn't it make you feel good to have done that to someone? right? Starting to acknowledge when people do something for you or if they admire and compliment you, you need to acknowledge that. I don't know how many times I've talked about a sure way to stop getting compliments is to stop accepting them, right? If I am constantly telling Amanda she's beautiful and every time I tell her she's beautiful, she tells me I'm full of crap and to shut up, guess what I'm immediately going to stop doing? Ever telling Amanda she's beautiful because I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my words on someone who doesn't care to listen right? So these are the things I want you to think about. Giving compliments, seeing others in a flattering light, right? Living in the moment, putting your phone away when you're spending time with other people. If And this, this kind of pairs into the last episode of being distracted, right? When you are trying to enjoy 
the company of someone and then you're distracted by maybe negative things or negative comments or an email from work or, you know, a significant other who's trying to track you down and just kind of bringing that negativity into your lunch or your date or your job or your great day, sometimes disconnecting is what needs to happen. Stopping the ability for someone to creep in and ruin your mood right? Because again, as I always say, you cannot stop things from happening. You can only stop how you react to them. And I'm guilty of that. I promised myself years ago that at eight or nine o'clock at night, the cell phone would go off for the night. And I have not been true to my word. I, I do. I answer emails late. I respond to Instagram inquiries late. Um, and I shouldn't because sometimes they're not always the most positive or sometimes they make me pull my laptop out and work. And then I'm resentful that I'm working when I should be relaxing at home, unwinding. And it's my own fault for doing so, you know, so living in the moment, um, any distraction prevents you from living and savoring even the most seemingly mundane tasks. Like I am the biggest live music advocate you'll ever meet. And it drives me fucking nuts when I go to a concert and I watch everyone around me watch their concert through their phone. And you never watch that video again. Like everyone always records the whole fucking concert. Don't ever tell me if you're someone who's recorded a concert that you've then gone home and watched the whole concert again on your cell phone. No, you leave it. Maybe you show 40 seconds of a clip because you know what else? People who didn't go to the concert don't give a fuck about what happened at the concert. Okay, for all of you that are loading up your Snapchat with 95 videos of someone on stage at a concert, I watch one and then I skip to the next person because I don't need to watch the whole concert through your phone. If I wanted to go to it, I would have gone to it. Or I'd watch it on a special. I'd watch it on YouTube. I'd actually watch the live concert and as I do, I would put um, I would put the closed captioning on and I would have karaoke in my living room as per usual. So just be mindful. Live in the moment, man. Stop recording everything that you do all the time and just enjoy it and be there and and emit the energy that is meant to emit, right? That is such a vibe. Being in a concert is so incredible until you pull your phone out and you forget what you're doing and you're just staring at your phone. That's a vibe killer right there. Let's talk about posture, guys. Posture. I can sense someone's energy through their posture in a heartbeat. You know what I'm talking about. And we breed it in class here. We talk about it all the time. The way your shoulders are slumping versus if they're pulled back. If your head is held high, if your head is tucked down. If you're dragging your feet, if you're walking proudly, if your tailbone's tucked in, if you're arching your back. There's so many telltale signs to the kind of energy that you're carrying around with you every day. Let's be mindful of that, right? Crossing your arms when you talk to someone. You're not open to feedback. You're abrasive. You're guarded, right? Having your arms open, welcoming someone with a hug, holding someone's hand, that is being in the moment. That is embracing what they have to say and, and really genuinely connecting with that person, right? And we pick up on all of that. You know that. You know that like 80% of um, a verbal transaction is nonverbal, right? It's, it's how you're presenting yourself. So make sure that when you walk into a facility, like your energy, your body, your posture, that's everybody else's problem now. You know, every time you walk into a room slumping, everyone in their head goes, oh God, they do. No one has the balls but me to tell you. Every time you walk in slouching, 
everyone that's having a good time goes, uh, I promise you. And if you're the person that goes, uh, you know what I'm saying. Okay. So just be aware of it. Be aware of it. Um, and again, there's, there's a time and a place. There is a time and a motherfucking place, but being able to be savvy enough to differentiate between not the time and absolutely the time is half the battle here. It's going to ensure that you always have a positive, upbeat energy for the people who need you to have it. How about being more generous? Now, we did a fun little um, exercise during the lockdown. Sorry, I had a quick water break there. We were really trying to, my Sunday groups, when we would like have an hour-long Zoom group um, meetings on Sunday mornings, and I would get into the nitty-gritty and we would talk about who we are and how we developed as people and triggers and habits and just really, really all kinds of deep stuff as a group. And um, one thing was to pull ourselves out, pull ourselves out of any kind of self-loathing or really trying to boost our own morale by relying on others. And how we relied on others was making ourselves more generous, right? The task was to do three things. They didn't have to cost money but it had to be three things that you did completely for someone else where you benefited not at all. And that is something that we need to do every single day. Being more generous, right? Tipping the waiter more. It makes me feel so good to know that I have a couple extra dollars in the pocket of mine to give to someone who served me incredibly. I know how important that is to those service industries. I know that, right? Being able to do that, holding the door open for the person behind me. It sounds so stupid, but when I walk through a door and someone slams it in my face, absolutely unacceptable. It's There's no reason for it. It's unacceptable. It's rude behavior. And us as human beings, we should have evolved past that. How stupid is that? How simple of a gesture is it to hold the door? And I become an irate monster. And I will call you out if you let that door slap in my face because it's so simple to do. Um, right? Offering to help anyone Anyone, you know, surprising people. And it doesn't have to be monetary value. I'm not saying go out and buy everyone you like flowers. But, you know, maybe making a meal for someone who you know is working long hours. And my mom does that for me sometimes. And it is the I feel her love so strongly when she sends over a, a week's worth of shepherd's pie for me to eat. You know, she knows I'm busy. She knows I'm ordering food from meal prep or from macro foods. She knows I don't have time to cook. And she wants to do that for me to make sure I'm having healthy choices and I love it. And that's just one little tip of the iceberg, right? You could clean a friend's house. You could clean someone's apartment. You could do anything in the world for them. Go in the winter months and unscrape their car when you know they work early. Like anything that makes them go, wow, someone cares about me. And then the best part is that someone is you. And you get to feel how they embrace your love and it, it is that positive exchange of energy, right? It's it's such a simple thing, but we all get so busy and we all get so in our own brain. And then we spend 45 minutes comparing ourselves to people we don't know on Instagram feeling bad about ourselves instead of shoveling the neighbor's driveway. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we've gotten into this really weird headspace where we do all of these negative things to inflict self-hate and lessen our self-worth versus reaching out to other people. Maybe you're someone who does something for someone you don't know all the time. Good for you. And I'm so proud of whoever you are that does that. And please help encourage us to do more of it. Um, when you are generous to those around you, right, 
you'll definitely feel a shift in the atmosphere and you will start to attract more of that energy. The nicer things you do for others, watch, they're going to reciprocate. Therefore, you are going to have nicer things done for you. Okay. Now, as I mentioned before, it's easy for us sometimes without realizing to put heavy shit onto people, to put our heavy shit onto other people. Again, a time and a place, the right people versus the wrong people. But how do we, how do we start to change that? Like, how do we, if we know, you know, I've definitely a few times been guilty and I walk away from that conversation, like right away, I know I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I say that? That was about them. You know, that, that was their moment. Why did I interject and make it about me? Why did I say that I was having a hard time when they were trying to tell me how great things were with them, right? Like a lot of you and myself included, immediately we feel regret and we go, oh, that was stupid, you know? Maybe it, we feel regret to the point where we go and we say, hey, I am so sorry. I just wanted to make sure I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe you don't even think about it. That person leaves and you think that you've had a perfectly normal exchange. So here's what I express for you to do, is to make a mental note of the amount of times, the number of times you complain on a daily basis. Maybe you need to take a pen like me and stick it in your bun, and every time you complain about something, you make a check mark on your hand, or you make a line on your wrist, or something. If you can't always get to make a note in your phone, do it. Do it, let's see. I probably, lately, because my stress levels have been higher, like a good 10 to 12, I could definitely, definitely stand to cut down the amount of times I complain about things. Mind you, a lot of the things I'm complaining about are outside of my control, so I should really just let it go, but it's, it's hard some days, right? I never claim to be perfect. So um, make a little list one way or another. Find a way to track how many times in a day you complain. Maybe not even to, your, to other people, just to yourself, okay? When you do that, after one full 24 hours, to your family, to your friends, to your kids, to your spouse, to your other significant other, to your coworkers, every single person you come in contact with, if you have a negative word come out of your mouth or you're bitching about something, draw a line on your arm. I say arm versus hand so you don't wash it off. When you do this, when you make this list, you might realize that there's a lot of negativity spewing out of your mouth which means you are carrying around a negative energy all the time. Okay, the whining and the cribbing, a lot of times you're going to realize they weren't necessary. Sometimes we complain because that's just what our, our, our natural reaction is. And a lot of times what we're complaining about doesn't even warrant as big of a response as we're giving it. It doesn't warrant as much real estate in our brain as we're allowing it to have. Okay, so the goal here is to pay more attention to what is upsetting you and then and then pay more attention to whether or not you're complaining about it, right? Things are going to upset you and this is where that moment, that pause, that reset your brain, set it and forget it, give yourself a few minutes and then get on with it. Don't drag that shit on every single day for everyone else around you to listen to because it's true. The more, upsetting, the more upset you become, the more you complain, the more negative shit's going to come. Because it's the law of attraction and it's the energy that we give and take. You need to be focusing on the solution instead of complaining. Because the complaining does not solve anything. Okay? So if you take anything from this today, it is, there's a time and a place. Do not put your shit on strangers when they're asking you how you're doing at the grocery store. <laughs> Confide in your best friends who love you, but also acknowledge when you're being a Debbie Downer 
because our goal in life is to uplift people. And I know not one of you walks around trying to make people feel shitty about themselves just because you're having a bad day. If you are, then you're a special kind of person. If you get if you get off by making other people feel like crap, then you are a special kind of person and you're probably not listening to this podcast. You're probably out making someone miserable as we speak. So just check in, right? I always want to make you guys think. I always want to evaluate what version of yourself you bring forward for other people to get to know. And I think that the energy you carry is a definite reflection on the kind of person you want to be portrayed as. So I leave you with that. Marinate on all of this. And I will have the gang back together for the next episode.